Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you The Seminarians, a dialogue with students from the Pontifical College Josephinum, produced by AM820 to encourage and inspire vocations to the religious life. And now, The Seminarians. Welcome to The Seminarians Show on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. My name is Jacob Stinnett. I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Columbus, and joining me today is Brian Smith, a seminarian for the Diocese of Youngstown. So let's begin in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, you continually call us into a deeper relationship with you. You give us the grace to pull us closer and closer to yourself. Help us to respond to that grace every day of our lives and to know the love that you have for us. Our Father, who Who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed hallowed be thy thy name. Thy Thy kingdom kingdom come, thy thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And And lead lead us us not not into into temptation, temptation, but but deliver us from evil. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brian, good to see you again. Likewise, Jacob. Thanks. Um, Today, I'd like to talk about um, one of the more broad topics, I suppose. Often our shows are on something very particular. We'll do something about the saints, Mm -hmm. something about um, the Bible, or something like that. Um, Today... I'd like to talk about sort of the broader topic, maybe we could call it, of just sort of maybe Christian maturity or growing in the life of grace, growing in our relationship with God, which, of course, takes a whole lifetime, but it mm-hmm. it needs to be or ought to be something with maybe a little structure, a little intentionality behind it. Right. Right. Um, St. Augustine has a great quote, um, if you're not going forward in the spiritual life, then you're going backwards. Um, there's not really, and there's no such thing as standing still in your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, just as we have sort of in our relationships with other other people. Right. Um, Sometimes people also say, you know, if you're not learning, then that means you're dead. Meaning like mm-hmm. you're always learning something new. Right. Um, so that's on a very general human level. Mm-hmm. And we're talking on a spiritual level um, about our relationship with God. There's a similar truth. You know, there's always... Um, somewhere to be moving towards. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, um, without any sort of structure, this can seem like a very nebulous topic. Um, you know, mm-hmm. okay, right? How do we how do we do this? How do we look for grace in our lives? Is it just sort of going through life? Um, well, there's a Dominican priest um, who lived in the early half of the 20th century. Yes, who has a, a great. Um, work a book on on the spiritual life growth in the spiritual life mm-hmm. um, his name is father reginald garrigou lagrange mm-hmm. a very fancy french last name um and if i could say even more than just a dominican priest he happened to be an influential teacher in the life of pope saint john paul ii yes because he was the director of his dissertation mm-hmm. for his doctoral degree that's right yeah. so um not only did he write this great book but Clearly, we can see the fruits of his life and his love yeah. for the Lord in the life of the church. Um, so, um, he's a true teacher. And his book, um, it 
I believe it was originally written in French. Yep, he was so a French Dominican. There's two different titles that goes right, under exactly, in English. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the more popular is the three ways or three conversions of the spiritual life, um, but it can also be called the three ages of the interior life, something um, to that effect. Um, but look for Garigou Lagrange on the on the spine, and mm-hmm. that's the one that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So he goes through, uh, as I thought says, three different conversions, three different ways in the spiritual life. The first of these, um, this first conversion, um, I believe he calls the purgative way. Um, so what all is involved in the purgative way? What does this first conversion look like in our spiritual lives? If we're to put these labels and categories, ways of looking at our spiritual life. Right. So he, Father Lagrange starts by just pr- trying to say, okay, so what is this interior life that we're talking about? Um, what is the spiritual life? And he says that the life of grace given to us in baptism and nourished by the Eucharist is the seed and germ of eternal life. Mm-hmm. And um, he goes on within a page or so to say, we're not talking here about a future life. Um, which is um, something that it's easy to imagine, especially just from the way we often talk about heaven. Yeah, eternal life, we think of our life in heaven after our death, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not not wrong. Right. That's the goal we have in mind. There's an ultimate goal, like what this perfect mm -hmm. union of God will Mm -hmm. look like, right? But the the point that Father Gregory Lagrange is trying to make is that um, it's not just a life that we're only hoping to reach one day that's totally detached from the life we're living right now. Right. But we're entering into that union even here on this earth, even here in the situation in which we find ourselves. So eternal life is more than just heaven. But, mm-hmm. you know, just like in the Eucharist, you know, heaven comes down to be among us. Our Lord is present so even now we can also enter into heaven to a certain extent um, in, in our spiritual life. Yeah, so that's sort of the goal of our spiritual life is to begin our eternal life here on earth, living mm-hmm. in, in the presence of God, informed by his grace, um, and responding to him, mm-hmm. responding to his call of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, Father Garigou Lagrange identifies you know, three main conversions or stages in the spiritual life like you said mm-hmm. and he compares these to the physical life of a person um, so he says in our physical life we live through childhood youth and adulthood mm-hmm. and each of these is marked by a beginning or in the case between like you know between childhood and youth and between youth and adulthood he calls them a crisis even <laughs> he mm. says we have like kind of a really tumultuous time in our life that marks passing from one stage to the next. Yeah, yeah, we've lived through those teenage years or Exactly, like that. Mm-hmm. And then also passing from youth into mature adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have the beginning of life, the beginning of childhood, which would be like the beginning of our spiritual life, and then we have two main conversions or crises that mark the, be- like the passage from the first stage to the second and from the second stage to the third. So the beginning, quite simply, is, you know, that expression of faith and, you know, the reception of of baptism and, you know, just recognizing that, you know, God is someone that I'm going to have a relationship with. 
Um, and I believe that Jesus Christ is God's son who came and died for me, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to live the life of the church as well. So this is more or less the beginning of the the first stage, you know, just the what Father Gary Lagrange calls the life of the beginner mm-hmm. in the spiritual life. Um, and he uh, offers this little description in an early part of his book of just some of the distinctions between these different stages. Um, and he offers like the example of an old priest and a young priest. And he says, an old and experienced director who has himself reached the age of the perfect, which he would call that third stage. Mm-hmm. This director may have read but little of the writings of the mystics, and yet he will be able to answer well and readily the most delicate questions on the most sublime subjects. So just to pause for a second, you know, Gary Lagrange is saying here, this old priest who's um, well advanced in the spiritual life may not be very well read in um, what we might consider a little bit more bookish knowledge, mm-hmm. but because of his progression through these different stages of interior life, he's just really easily able to offer advice to the person who's seeking spiritual direction from him. Yeah, that gift of wisdom of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. has certainly take root, taken root in his, in his soul. He goes on to say more about this old priest. He will answer in the words of scriptures, perhaps by quoting a passage from the gospel of the day without even suspecting for a moment how truly profound his answers are. So there's a really natural connection between um, you know, the way he's living his own spiritual life and the way he's able to make a connection with other people. And then Father Gergou Lagrange says, on the other hand, a young and inexperienced priest, this could be us in a few years, Jacob. <laughs> oh goodness, what is he going to say? This priest himself, only at the age of a beginner, will have little more than a book knowledge and a verbal acquaintance with the spiritual life. So, Father Gergou Lagrange is trying to really impress us with the fact that, you know, at the beginning, um, we might be kind of engaging partially with some important things about mm-hmm. the faith, but the goal of the later stages is integrating right. life, integrating knowledge with, um, you know, familiarity with the scripture, um, just kind of openness to the way God's will is working in one's life. Mm-hmm. Um and you can see that in the example of that older director. So we as young priests might have all of the categories down. Yeah, we, we got to bring them together. But bringing them together, filling up those categories too with with experience, um, with trust in the Lord, mm-hmm. um, with that relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, and as Father uh, Garrigou Lagrange points out, it takes a lifetime. You know, this is the old priest. Right. Um, maybe he's even retired already or something like that um, versus the young priest who's still uh still has, has a long ways to go um but will get there mm-hmm. over the course of his life and, and the time he spends with the lord you're listening to the seminarian show on saint gabriel catholic radio my name is jacob stanette i'm a seminarian for the diocese of columbus and joining me today is brian smith a seminarian of the diocese of youngstown we're talking about um the different stages of the Christian life mm-hmm. of our relationship with God, um, the life of grace that um, that sometimes can seem uh, hard to put words to. Yeah. Um, 
but we've been looking at um, a work by a Dominican priest, Father Gergou Lagrange, um, the three ways of the spiritual life, trying to sort of create some categories, um, put together some terminology and a program for what this looks like so that way in our own meditation and uh, your own meditation, you can sort of see where God's working, maybe where we are in our spiritual mm-hmm. lives. Maybe we're, maybe we're even past the beginner's stage if, if we're um, blessed with that grace. So if we look ahead to, you know, what's that first crisis then that takes someone from the first stage of the spiritual life to the second stage? Mm-hmm. Um, Father Gary Lagrange identifies it as a purgation, which you already mentioned, you know. And so this first stage, we could say is more negative, not in the sense that it's bad, but in the sense that it's about leaving things behind. Right, right. So that purgation means cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things that aren't supposed to be in our lives that right. need to be cut out and cast aside. Right? So, um, like, just some of the basic things are, of course, you know, sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, knowing what is sinful and trying to make sure that I'm removing that from my life and wherever I need to, seeking help and guidance and how to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going beyond that, even, you know, trying to identify the things that would lead me towards sin so things that maybe in themselves aren't exactly sinful, but, um, you know, if I'm struggling um, with an addiction, you know, what are some things that might lead me to desire to fulfill, to really carry that out? Mm-hmm. You know, and how can I address those in my life? Um, and in general, um, Father Gergou Lagrange talks about a passive purgation of the senses. So really trying to just um, not rely too much on, you know, pleasure as the main motivator for the decisions that I'm making, mm-hmm. you know, especially worldly pleasure. Um, so this purgation, setting things aside, is what marks that first transition, you know, passing from the state of, of beginner to um, the second area. And when he talks about this moving to a, a, a higher state of the spiritual life, um, Father Gary Lagrange Lug- Gary mentions that, you know, some people kind of don't like this idea that, you know, if we're talking about one good or perfect state in a way, you know, how can we talk about being perfect but a higher degree of perfect? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because he's talking about different degrees of perfection here. But people are like, well, per- perfection just means one thing. Um, yeah, it would seem to be a superlative term yeah. in itself. But he he points even to some examples from Scripture where, um, you know, our Lord leads the disciples from a good place mm-hmm. to an even higher one, right? Um, and just going back to the Old Testament for a second, even um, in Psalm 84, I believe, I'm not seeing it right now, but um, the psalmist, you know, is praying and says something about being led from strength to strength. So, you know, being strong, but being led to even a greater degree of being strong. Mm-hmm. So just a few examples that he mentions from the Gospels are that Um, our Lord talks about, you know, being converted to become like little children. He's talking to his disciples, though, who are already following him. Right. But they have more to learn and more to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the transfiguration, um, he speaks to them again about the the need for conversion, even though, you know, these are the same men that he would share the Last Supper with, who he would give communion to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hear in uh, the Sermon on the Mount, be perfect, as your heavenly father is perfect, right. mm-hmm. um, which is 
you know, something that we're always called to imitate more and more and more mm-hmm. throughout our lives. So we, we, we shouldn't see this as like something that really makes us not motivated. Like it's like, oh my goodness, well, I'm not going to be perfect then. Part of what Ger- Father Gary Lagrange is trying to say is that, you know, there's, there is a perfection that we may even be at now. Mm-hmm. And just because there's something further to reach for doesn't mean that, you know, there are things to be thankful for now and that we're not experiencing the, the love of God. Right. That's, that's precisely what you said at the beginning where um, you quoted Father Gary Lagrange saying that um, the interior life, this life of grace, is the seed and germ of right. eternal life. Yes, yes, yes. So we will be perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect mm-hmm. if we make it to heaven. Um, and beginning that eternal life now means we're starting down that path of perfection. There's more of the road ahead of us. But we're certainly walking on it, and we're getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. That seed is starting to sprout. That germ is is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So throughout um, his you know exposition of this second stage, um, Father Gregory Lagrange speaks a lot about Saint Peter, and you know his mm-hmm. example throughout the Gospels, and how you know especially when we reflect on the time of our Lord's Passion, His Crucifixion, and even to His Resurrection. You know, Peter gives us a lot of examples of, you know, the ways that he could see that Christ was the Son of God, mm-hmm. the ways that, you know, he was following him throughout his, his life of ministry and teaching. But we see the way he falls and, you know, denies him mm-hmm. as well. Um, but he has a conversion. He recognizes that, you know, that imperfection, that failure, and he turns back. Yeah, in Luke's gospel, there's um, Luke in particular, draws out that that crisis moment, that purgative moment for um, St. Peter when he talks about um, Jesus being led out of um, the house of the high priests, and this is after Peter has denied him, and their gaze meets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the look of Jesus to Peter that completely transforms him. Um, he has this encounter with the Lord that he's just denied, and the Lord simply gazes at him, sees him as Peter, mm-hmm. the one whom he has called to to build his church, and um, a lot of spiritual authors, um, including I think Father Gary Lagrange, kind of note that as sort of Peter's moment of conversion, at mm-hmm. least in Saint Luke's Gospel, that particular encounter with Christ at at one of his lowest moments too, right? Um, that recognition of his sin, and then that that gaze of Christ that calls him forward to be um, the saint that he will become, and it's. Fitting that you bring up this idea of, you know, it's the fact that our Lord looks at him and makes eye contact because mm-hmm. it really draws home the idea of the relationship with God and especially with his son who was one of us mm-hmm. um, that is a big motivation for this process. Um, Father Gary Lagrange mentions like three main motives that he can see for someone to really engage with this um, purgation, this process of, you know, entering into a more perfect life. One is their love of God, <laughs> you know, their desire, their desire to, um, um, he says, leave their mercenary love and become sons, become children. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but we're, you know, trying to pass from one type of appreciation of God to a better one. <laughs> um, we're not just seeing ourselves as servants of God, which we are, but mm-hmm. we're seeing ourselves as his children, which is how he wishes us more to, right. to see ourselves. Right. So it's a different sort of love, a much more intimate love, yeah. a mm-hmm. love that um, isn't based on what the reward's going to be, mm-hmm. um, but just 
that natural relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And this, once again, you know, another motive that springs from a cultivation of a relationship is once someone realizes the price of the blood of our Savior, mm-hmm. you know, that is also a motivation mm-hmm. to leave behind these things and enter into a, a pure relationship with him. And then also even love of others can have a similar motivation, motivating factor, because um, we see the desire for other people to know God in this way and to be in relationship with him. And that can inspire us to even be better as well, to try to bring them into that relationship with God. Right. St. Thomas Aquinas talks about charity as friendship with God and all those things that are God's. And since all of creation, especially man. All the things is, that belong to God. Right. Mm-hmm. Is made, man is made in the image of God. We belong to God. Mm-hmm. So that charity um, you, we talked about is the first motive, the love of God as a son of God, mm-hmm. um, should then motivate us to love our brothers and sisters who are all children of God mm-hmm. in that same way. Right. Right. So that extension of our love of God to our neighbor. To other things that he made and that he sees are good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there's one fruit that Father Gary Lagrange mentions that mm-hmm. a you know, pear, <laughs> not quite, mm. not something we're going to eat. We're leaving behind. Remember our worldly pleasures. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, the fruit that he mentions is that we have the beginning of contemplation. So really, what he's giving us now is a preview of the third stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have now because we've been setting aside these more distracting things. You know, we're starting to enter into um, contemplation, and you know that's. An excellent point to remember for the Christian life in general. We do have negative rules, meaning you know, rules that say don't do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that a lot in the, like the Ten Commandments. Yeah, especially in the Ten Thou Commandments. Thou shalt not. But they exist to open up space for something positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, And that's kind of the same dynamic that we have going on here. The first step is a leaving aside of something so that we can open ourselves up to something better. Right. So we leave aside the honey-glazed poached pears mm. for the the depth of contemplation of God's love for us. If we have to. <laughs> and so the, the next crisis or the next transformation is the entrance into the unitive way. And mm-hmm. this is a purgation of the spirit. So now we're talking about like leaving behind even the desires for some of the things that like some of the practices that we had in the past that we've left aside trying to rid ourselves of even the desire for those things mm-hmm. and cultivate a more constant desire for the good things that God puts in our life and the good things that God calls us to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's finding our happiness in God alone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Father Caragulagrange really highlights, you know, the early chapters of the Acts of the Apostles here and the way the gift of the Holy Spirit led the early disciples into this higher state, you know, this Mm -hmm. higher, this union with God. And he says, we can see after they received the gift of the Holy Spirit that they are enlightened, they're strengthened, they're confirmed in their faith and in their ability to go out and proclaim it. And we even see in them a sanctifying influence, meaning like just when they're around, people are impacted by their presence and their words and their example and mm-hmm. are led into the mystery of the faith. That's right. So it's the same thing that we also are striving towards, you know, that same enlightenment, strengthening and confirmation with the hope that not for our own glory, but for God's glory, even our own 
presence can be that sanctifying influence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just this more perfect union with God is um, but that, that, that third stage that we're talking about. Um, to wrap up, I think there's another saint who sheds some light on these stages. Um, St. John Cashin, an early um, monastic father, an early monk in the yeah. church. He gives us the three S's mm-hmm. of Yeah, of he says we can look at these life. three mm-hmm. stages as being first slaves, then servants, and then sons. Mm-hmm. So slaves who aren't getting paid anything and only fear their master. So they're sure. just trying to avoid doing, you know, those things that are prohibited and do what's necessary so that they don't get punished. Right, it's it's only following the commandments, you know, out of fear of hell or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. Servants then are people who are getting paid a wage, so um, they're awaiting that money, and their biggest their big fear is just going without the things that they think they are ent- entitled to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we look at the third stage, that of being sons or children, and. You know, the fear has been transformed into a trust mm-hmm. in the father's providential care. Um, so, you know, the fear in the first case would be a fear of pain. The fear for the servants is the fear of just not receiving what they think they deserve. And then the fear of the sons is even offending the father. So that's the more perfect um, fear that we're all trying to cultivate. Right. And everything is done not out of this sort of flight or, or or abhorring hell but it's done because we love god right um so the the punishment doesn't even matter at some point mm-hmm. because we aren't focused on that at all we're focused on you know pleasing god living in his in his sight living in his grace mm-hmm. so wherever we are in this process you know we're invited to you know, consider all these stages and see the different ways that we can be working towards um, true sonship, you know, always considering ourselves as a, a child of God and um, entering into more constant union with him by leaving aside those things that keep us away from it. Right. So we thank Father Gary Lagrange and St. John Cashin yes. for providing these sorts of categories um, and language which we can take and then reflect on our own lives. Mm -hmm. Where are we in our relationship with God? Where are we going? So let us end in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we thank you for um, the gift of your grace in every moment of our lives. Help us to respond to you um, and to desire nothing more than what you give us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Seminarians is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820. Archives of The Seminarians and all of our locally produced programs are available at stgabrielradio.com.